Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chop On Podcast. This is a Rutgers podcast, and it's me, Frankie Saracino, coming to you live from Piscataway, New Jersey, on the beautiful Bush campus. And um, I'm joined here today with Melissa Payone and AJ Kim, my beautiful co-hosts, beautiful Thank people. So Thank you for the introduction, Frankie. Um, I'm Melissa Payone. I'm here in Allen Hall with the wonderful AJ Kim. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't actually like the Celtics. He's just wearing a Celtics hat right now. They can't see though, because this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, they're they're kind of new to this podcasting thing. Good one. Good one. Yeah. So let's we running things, that back so. or we're just rolling with it. No, no, no. We okay. We're rolling. No, we're rolling with it. So this is for. this is their first time on a podcast. I uh, have hosted a podcast before. I host the Everything Baseball podcast. And, uh, Go check it out. It's yeah, fun. check it out, you know, but we're not here to plug my other stuff. We're here to talk about Rutgers, and, uh, you know, we're all freshmen here, and we wanted to give you guys a podcast just about Rutgers, Rutgers life, Rutgers sports, the famous Are You Screw, get you guys some interviews, and keep this really interesting because, honestly, it's a huge campus, tons of students, and there's a lot going on that could be talked about, and that could be really interesting. Um, so... AJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, we could figure just to give the audience an introduction about each of us. So Perfect. Um, so I'm AJ. I am the honorary Italian of the group. <laughs> As you can probably hear in their voices, uh, they are both, you know, strong, thick skinned Italians. <laughs> I'm the honorary Italian. I am Korean. Yeah. A beautiful Italian. Country. As you can know, uh, he's Asian Italian. Yeah, I'm, I'm an Asian Italian. It's Jersey. Isn't everybody a little bit Italian? Everybody. Just a little bit. Everybody. Um, Rutgers was near the top of my list, but now that I'm here, loving it. Absolutely loving the culture, the sports, the people. Alan Hall is treating me just <laughs> right. <laughs> and I will pass it on to Miss Payone. Hello, everybody. Um, I am Melissa Payone, and I have been coming, uh, going to the Rutgers football, basketball, all athletics, really, since I was three years old with my papa, Dom. Um, I love Rutgers. It was really my first choice, not going to lie, just because I've been going here for so long. And um, I love it here now that I'm actually got to step foot in Allen Hall and on Bush campus. And I love it here. I love the friends I've made, but most importantly, I love Saturdays and game day eves, baby. Let's go. Chop, chop, baby. Keep chopping. Passing right. it back to Frankie. All right, yeah, so um, basically I'm Frankie, uh, born and bred in New Jersey, parents both from New Jersey. Uh, my dad's parents are from Italy, so second generation college student, if that means anything, that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, no, Rutgers was at the top of my list. Also had this school named Penn State, but we don't, yeah. we don't talk Who's about that? them. Yeah, no. Who's that? Yeah, so anyway, I work for the football team in the recruiting department, if anyone is interested in that, which is pretty cool. Um, just getting to see the recruits and help out with the recruiting process. I'm a recruiting intern. Um, 
And then I'm also a huge baseball and sports fan. Um, love the Yankees and also a big, uh, big Somerset Patriots guy. If you guys know about the Somerset Patriots. So yeah, basically it. All right. So first topic of conversation, how have the first three weeks at Rutgers, New Brunswick been for the two of you? And I will go last. I'll go first. I'll, I'll start us off. Um, when I first got here, uh, I mean, I really didn't have any issues. I met people pr- like fairly quickly um, just because I was kind of the last one to move in. So I got to meet the people here. I got to really see, you know, the culture here. And I really liked it. And honestly, the only thing that I was thinking about was uh, home opener versus Temple the whole time. The only thing I was looking forward to, to be honest. Um, Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, was a great game to be a part of. And we got to sit front row with the Riot Squad. Great club. Recommend you hit the join button on that one. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had a great time. What about you? All right. I guess I'll go next. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, along with everything else, I think the one new thing for me was uh, Rutgers Athletics. Uh, Frankie's obviously a part of the staff for the Rutger, Rutgers football team. And Alyssa has been going to the game since she was three years old. But it was all a very new experience for me. But along with Alyssa, I was front row with the Riot Squad, mm-hmm. holding the flag, showing my school spirit. Oh, yeah. Um, in the opener, we found out that Temple's quarterback, D1 Mathis, has an absolute noodle of an arm. <laughs> kid is Noodle's a compliment. No, kid is a trash can. He's I like a can't linguine. Throw, can't throw the ball to save noodle his life. Arm. We started the chant <clears throat> on us. Um, also another exciting thing about Dewan Mathis, I actually got him to flip me off during the game Yes, when he was on our 10 yard line. I'm not sure. Witness. That. Witness. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I actually got him to flip me off. That was well, he flipped you thing. off. Here's the thing. He flipped off in our direction. Now, was it towards AJ? Most likely because AJ's a pain in the ass and he likes to get on people's nerves. Um, Wait, so you know, I didn't even know this. Yeah, I could, I was gonna tell you. This. So here's okay. So here's the story. So uh, you know, Dewan Mathis, we all knew he sucked going into the game. I'm just kidding. So everyone was talking pretty good about uh, about about Mathis, and uh, you know, Alyssa was saying he's, she's you know he's a uh, he's a. The first time I met Georgia. Alyssa, Alyssa was telling me how good this guy was, and I'm like, yeah, he he it he was is a very good quarterback. He was from Georgia. Now I know he didn't look like it because our defense was phenomenal that game it was his o-line wasn't that good but he was a a i think he was a four-star recruit i'm pretty sure he was a four-star recruit and he went to georgia he was the backup quarterback for georgia then he transferred to temple thinking he would get the starting job which he did now temple and it's uh, their team's just not good so blame it all on this one kid it's like so he was the uh 11th ranked uh, quarterback in his class as a four star. He he yeah. he was a good. He was a very good player in high six, school. Six six two oh five. Yes, and he played okay for Georgia. I mean, SEC football is different than it's different. This is Temple we're talking about. Yeah, but anyways, he didn't have the game that I was expecting. He would have had a little bit more more juice, but he didn't. Needless to say, yeah. Alyssa's hype 
D1 math is to not live up to the expectations. I'm glad it didn't. All right, but like, this isn't even relevant news at this point. I just want to know why he flipped you off. So basically, it was around the third quarter, beginning of the third quarter, and you know they they pushed the ball downfield, and they got to about I'd say the 10, 15 yard line, and it got real, real quiet. So me being me, I yelled out. Mm-hmm. 18 I didn't know that I didn't know the kid's name at the time because he's a nobody but I yelled 18's got a noodle for an arm yeah and he looked after the play he looked back and then the riot squad's getting hype everyone's getting hype and they go 18 sucks blah blah, blah this and that whatever right? we hit, hit the weight room we got all of it. hit the weight room like to the max and I mean everybody said it in that crowd crowd atmosphere was amazing home opener just thought I'd mention that so we get to third down, we do the fuck Penn State. Then third down, incompletion. We get to fourth. And as he's walking off the field, I go, 18, you suck. And, you know, him walking off the field, his job or that drive was done with. They had the special teams crew coming in. So he turns around and he flips off the entirety of the student section. Like but a dull like bird? Nope, just the one. No, it was a quick one, too. It was a quickie. He just stuck it up there like a piece. He went. That was lame. It was lame. And I have no respect for the guy. Um, What are you going to do, right? We got to him. That's all that matters. We're in his head. We take full credit for the win. We take full credit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But, yeah. Do I get to talk about my first three weeks? Absolutely. Of course, Frankie. So, day one, you know, I get here. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's really confused. I was like, I hate it here. When is Thanksgiving? But then, you know, I'm pretty social and um, made, made some friends. You know, I found these people. Hi. And um, it's been a nice couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, the difference between college and high school is everyone's really nice in college. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no drama. There's, there's, some really... gr- there's some clicks. There's some groups. Yes, there are like some clicks and groups but most yeah. of the, like I'm mostly friends with everyone yeah. so like it's pretty chill and you know yes. you just be friends with everyone you have fun go watch some football you know go go out you know agreed <laughs> go out <laughs> go. that's one way of saying it do your homework you know do college you study college stuff study that's what you study that's what do I'm your doing work Saturday night don't fail your tests don't don't do that um another thing Rutgers football is pretty good I would have to agree I would say they're pretty Pretty good improvement rank us oh Aaron Crookshank oh oh yeah ace preview All right, so right now we're going to preview the Michigan game for this weekend. You guys ready? Absolutely. Let's go. All right, Alyssa, what is your take on Michigan? Go. Okay, first take. Great running backs. Yep. Phenomenal running back room. (laughs) It's going to be difficult for our defense. I I honestly believe that our defensive line will have some trouble. Now, I trust our defensive coordinator. I trust Cochiano to the max to fix that up. 
by the second quarter. However, I think that Michigan will start off strong, um, especially in the running game. Now, the difference now, I think the big topic at hand right now is our one of our starting DBs, Max Melton, is out. And that is a huge loss. Am I right? You would be yes. So that that one, that one's gonna hurt us. Now, honestly, it is better that Michigan is a running defense because uh, offense because at the same time, it's like he is a DB, right? <laughs> like he's hacking up the storm, kid. Frank has got a little cold. No COVID, just a cold. Um, anyways, I, I just think the running game is going to be a lot for us. Um, I hope I'm wrong and we can pull out of this big house with a dub, but I, I, I think it's going to be very difficult. You know, the first three games, I wouldn't say were easy, but they were, you know, we, we should, we should have won. Right. We had to win. Right. And which is why we put up big numbers versus Temple and versus Udell. Um, and I think the big house is going to be a challenge for us. As oh, much yeah. as I love this team and I have complete trust in Coach Ayano, even he said it himself, it's going to be a challenge and we'll see what it takes and see where we uh, line up as he said in his press conference. So we'll see. I mean, uh, the big house is the big house. Right. It's bigger than any NFL stadium you're going to go to. It is. Any, it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest stadiums in the world. Right. So. And first Syracuse, you know, in the carrier, that was, that was, it was, it's in close. So it's like it, it gets loud with loud. like 6,000 people. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't <laughs> even, was it even halfway full Frankie? No, I believe the ticket sales accounted to be like halfway, but like, no way, not really. We were there. Me and Frankie went with the ride squad to the Syracuse game. And um, basically what happened was it it was just terrible. The atmosphere, the student section was just bad. I'm not even going to lie to you, but it was pathetic. It was was still loud. It was still loud. It got louder than our student section does just because it's not enclosed. And imagine what it's going to be like at, the big house. I mean, right. and we had, we had trouble. We had trouble at Syracuse at halftime it was zero, zero. Well, and the thing you also account for, which is what I essentially do is if there's nothing going on in that area, like let's say Penn state, which is basically a cult. Yeah. They do for college football games. It's a whiteout. They all like go everybody. In We're going to ruin that whiteout this year though. Everybody in Pennsylvania with nothing to do. They all go to a whiteout yeah similar case michigan what are you going to do watch the lions yeah nobody yeah. wants to do that you don't so want to do that we witnessed no. that one no you don't want to not do a that. pi in the third quarter or fourth <laughs> quarter whatever that was by the way but anyway you're not going to go watch the lions the lions haven't won a championship in forever before the league was a league so you want to watch michigan football Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, played there. Lots of other very talented football players that I can't name off the top of my head except for Tom Brady because he's the GOAT. But that's just probably one of the most intense stadiums you will play at. And I think to win this, Rutgers has to play a perfect game from the first snap and the kickoff, really. so You're you're correct. We have to start off strong. If we don't start off strong, it's going to be a difficult – 
uh, next three quarters. It, it really is because right. you can't you, on those big teams playing against those big teams. You you really can't you can't fall apart. And I think a huge stat that is very promising is our lack of turnovers. We haven't had one turnover this year. Um, but, but neither has Michigan. Michigan. And this is the first time in week four that a team with zero turnovers faces yep. a team with zero turnovers. That's it. it is, that's, and that's why we will win games versus some big 10 games, or we have the opportunity is because of the turnover margin, but Michigan also hasn't either. So, I mean, it's like, you gotta win. Like coach Shano said in his press conference, you gotta win that. He calls it the net, the net turnovers. I think he said, right. Right. You, and what are we like be, eight? or yeah, 10 it, yeah it's got to be we got to be plus two right at least at least to, to to have a chance what is what how many turnovers did we force Delaware none none we didn't have any versus Delaware okay so we're eight to nothing so we're plus eight for turnovers yeah and, and we didn't have any versus Delaware and in coach said himself that's scary he didn't like that but they did like have it. a lot of sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in my opinion, I think the Rutgers O-line has been tested turnover-wise. Mm-hmm. Vedral's been tested in Syracuse already. I think their D-line was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I don't think definitely. it's as good as Michigan's, but I still think it was pretty good test. Yeah. Uh, um, I would agree. The run game, again, was tested – in Syracuse didn't fare so well, but I also think they've been switching around the old line. They moved Holland yeah. Pierce to right tackle mm-hmm. and um, uh, I'm not sure who they put at left tackle. Um, they've been swapping it out each week. They've but I been know- swapping in and out. I mean, I think Nick Crimmon, he came in, a li- he played a little bit more Yeah. Um, last game at a, uh, left but he or maybe it was I forget who it was but but they just that's the thing I mean they can't get a they as of right now it's not nothing's promised I mean it's shuffling it's shuffling around I know and that's the issue for Rutgers and it's really always been the issue for Rutgers is is winning the line it's winning the line our defensive line has gotten a lot better substantially better our offensive line not so much I mean, right. Holden Pierce is a solid right tackle. Oh, uh, yes, he is. He is. I mean, that that is a monster of a man. And when I say the first day I went into the office and saw that guy in person, I was like, holy cow. Beast. That's 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 a monster because I'm a big guy. I'm like 6'1". So, like, when I see a guy who's 6'4", 6'5", it's nothing. But, like, 6'8", right. yeah. big boy. I don't know. I mean – it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's very solid, very solid. But as a unit, as a whole, it's it's gotta be better. It's gotta be better. And and that's why you can't blame everything on the quarterback, can't blame everything on Noah. Um, as much as you know, during the game, sometimes it do get a little bit heated, as AJ can tell you. Um, however. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Noah because he is doing his job. He has not thrown any interceptions. He has not fumbled this year. Um, he has cleaned up in that department. He's doing what he has to do to win. Now, will that carry on 
this weekend, we will see. I might be a little bit more skeptical next podcast. We'll see what the outcome is. However, we also have to look at, you know, it's not just the quarterback's fault. And I think a lot of people who don't really understand the game and the dynamic of football understand, they don't really grasp the concept that it's really not, you know, the quarterback, oh, the quarterback misses a read or, oh, the quarterback, you know, because he's so under pressure so much due to the fact that the O-line, they, they miss their blocks, they miss their assignments. And it's not his fault. It, it, it isn't. But I think Noah just needs to make quicker decisions, being that the offensive line is not that good. He needs to realize that. Um, another thing I wanted to say, hold on one sec while I cough. <laughs> sorry uh besides my throat is super mucusy is mm-hmm. um that's michigan's nice michigan's quarterback does not really impress me it's no. cade mcnamara mm-hmm. he's a no. junior out of reno nevada um in the game against niu which is northern illinois i think that's the made-up team similar to delaware um delaware even a state he threw 11 attempts for eight completions, 191 yards, 17 and a half uh, yards average, and one touchdown. Um, Washington, he threw uh, 15 attempts for seven completions. That's bad. That's bad. For 44 yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and, that's and against a and against a Washington less than mediocre team. Right. So the big our defense is good. The our, big our goal here is they have to stop Blake Corum. Yeah. Blake Corum averaged 7.7 yards a carry over 48 carries this season. Yeah. That 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 one's gonna be that's gonna be the test. That's going to be the test. And, and the I'm thing sure... is, the thing is with this guy, he's going to run for like, he's going to get the big yards, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So he'll, he'll get like a uh, 67 yard run he had versus Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Versus NIU, he had um, a 51 yard run. So this guy's pretty serious. He finds the hole and he gets the big run. So he's probably the biggest problem. Yeah. And it's a little like just it's a little scary because in the first quarter of the uh, Delaware game, we had some mess ups on the defense, big plays by Delaware's running backs. Now, I said during the game that and no one really believed me, to be honest, that this kid was a little bit dangerous. The Delaware running back. He's very good. He's right. I mean, he was their conference player of the year. Exactly. And, And I don't think a lot of people understood that. But now you're throwing it up to a whole nother level of Michigan. Like if we were I, I honestly school, think this is a winnable game if they stop the run. I 100% agree with you, 100%. They it's just need to play – on defense, they need to play really well. They need to. They need to step up. And on offense, they no one needs to take care of the ball, which he has been doing. And he needs to – but the offensive playbooks, they got to air it out. You know, we can't just keep doing these screen passes, can't just be doing um, these these trick plays. It, it's not going to work. We need to do standard offense, look for your tight ends up the middle. It's it's it, That's what was working for us. Once we saw them air it out, 
versus Delaware, it was a whole another offensive team. It really even was. Once, even when they like hit Haskins in the second half of the uh-huh. Syracuse game for the end exactly. zone, like exactly. that's what they need. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> I would also agree. Nice. So honestly, I think it is a winnable game. Um, I'm gonna do. Let's go around and say our score predictions. All right. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do score predictions, and I'm gonna take the positive route, and I'm gonna go with the Rutgers win, and I'm gonna go with. Let's see. I'm gonna go with a. 24 to 21 win versus Michigan at the big house. We come home and get ready for next week for Ohio state sold out crowd sold out. I'm going to say the reverse. I hate to be a pessimist here, but like it's going to be realistic. That's what he's yeah. I think 24 <laughs> to 21 um, Michigan is pretty realistic in my opinion. I just can't see Rutgers putting up more than 21 points. Valentino Ambrosio, <coughs> game-winning field goal, baby. Yes, sir. He is. I am going to go 24-17 for the 2-1 to one towards Rutgers. I think Rutgers is going to find the edge, and the defense is going to step up and be able to stop the mission. I would have to agree. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm just praying. I'm praying at this point, but we'll see. We'll Michigan's, see. Michigan's gonna win. Frankie's, Frankie's going against us. Well, Frankie's Frankie not gonna be, be at the game like us too. We're, we're hopping on a flight to Michigan, baby. Just kidding. Not actually gonna do that. Wish I could. We'll ruin the whiteout at Penn State. Yeah. No, Moving on. Question mark. Um, Question mark? Absolutely. What's next? What's next? Give me a topic. We'll spew. Our boys' soccer team's 12th in the nation. I'm going to that game. Their next game. Friday. You going? Rutgers soccer. Women's or men's? Men's. And women's. And women's, of course. Women what? Women are what? They're ninth? 16. Are they 16. ninth? They're 16. They oh, they re ranked. They re ranked to ninth. Yeah. Big, big win versus Penn State. Huge. Big. And that's one thing that we got to do. That's one thing we got to do. We got to get Riot Squad members come out and all members come out to the soccer games as well, show our support. And uh, president, our president of the Riot Squad has been doing that. We set up tailgate Friday. Um, and I think it's the next, another one, another one soon. But um, I think we got to get more involved in other athletics as well, not just football and basketball, as much as I love to talk about that. But. Field hockey? Field hockey? Let's go. Rowing? Let's go. Let's go. Lacrosse. Row. Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Lax. Oh, they look solid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, um. Are you screw? Are you screw? Oh, that's a topic. 
There's many, many aspects of Rutgers that I, I think, love. I think we could do a whole podcast solely on the RU crew. I mean, yeah, great. 100%. We could definitely talk about the RU's crew. For We're going to talk about the RU's crew. We're going to do that. But, but this podcast is mainly for an introduction and a preview of the big house. So, yeah, no, if you want to listen for more, um, let's say we'll do this once a week. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I got time for once okay. a week. Once a week, we'll do a game recap. We'll do a game preview, games preview, by the way, events mm-hmm. going on at Rutgers. And then uh, we'll talk about the RU screw because that's fun. That's a top um, So we want to get some guests on here. So okay. if you're listening and know someone who would be of interest to us, <laughs> I don't know. Adam Korsak. Adam Korsak. Paul Mulcahy. Paul. Valentino Ambrosio. Valentino Ambrosio. Gavin Wimsat. Gavin. Gavin Wimsat. Listen, anyone who would be interested in joining the podcast, talking about Rutgers, giving us some moments of their time, you know, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Cool. Thank you so very much. Big thank you to all the fans. Hopefully you tune in next week for the next episode. We're excited. We're excited. Chop on. Beat Mish. Chop on. Beat Mish. Beat Mish. Let's go. Keep chopping, baby. Thanks for listening. Peace out.